0: Well, hey, folks, welcome to episode one of the Pursue Jesus podcast. Um, uh, in case you're not watching on YouTube and you can't see us, mm-hmm. uh, this is Jeremy Tate. I'm joined with I'm John Muller. John Muller here. And man, we're, we're stoked to get this podcast out. We've been talking about doing this, praying about doing this. Yep. And literally, we, we had to start to the point where not even all our lights, for those of you watching on YouTube, like you can't see behind the scenes, but not even all our lights are right. I had to return <laughs> one of the lights to Amazon because the power cord didn't work. But we 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 had to go we couldn't wait we had to yeah we had to get started um because this podcast really uh, is about helping people take practical next steps to Mm -hmm. pursue jesus um oftentimes there there are things that are true about pursuing jesus like for instance one of one of the most uh like really deep well-known scriptures is John chapter 15. And Jesus Mm -hmm. says, abide in the vine. And that it's, it's this beautiful analogy, but the problem is a lot of people have heard these beautiful analogies Mm -hmm. and that's where it stops. So I remember being a kid and someone would say, Jeremy, just abide in the vine. And I'm like, how do I know if I'm abiding in the right, mind, right, right. Yeah, yeah. How do I know if you're doing this? And so, or or it'll be like a trust God in this area. And how mm-hmm. do you actually trust God? And and with right. the the beautiful thing is, there are these wonderful analogies that describe what's happening, but there are also very practical next steps. And mm-hmm. they a lot of times will even differ based on the person because God makes people unique, and even how prayer looks like for you know an introverted like right. like looks completely different than like an extroverted person and so in this podcast we want to dive into all of that mm-hmm. to really really help people take next steps to experience that freedom so um, so that's why we had to, we had to get going, even if the lights don't work, right? Yeah, we had to get rolling with this. So just a little background, uh, like on me, cause I guess they don't really know us, John, do they, no, you know, no, no, not
1: at all. <laughs> well, not yet, at least.
0: Yeah. And, and they'll, they'll, I guess they will hear more, but, um, uh, my, my name is Jeremy. I've, I've had the pleasure of being a church planter, um, for the last few years and really, really being on the front lines in ministry, but also, you know, whether you're a minister or not, there have been times I was professionally working and following Jesus. Um, there's times as a kid, I was growing up following Jesus. And I feel like I got the benefit of seeing things from a whole bunch of different, um, just, just places and environments. And, um, and I want to share a lot of a lot of what God has worked through, but I mean, enough about me, John. They probably don't, don't care about me. They wish that they, they wish <laughs> I was named James, so that we could James. be James. Oh man, and John. we
1: could be the Sons of Thunder podcast. We could. That would yeah. be really great. Oh, man, I had yeah. to get name, just yeah. boring but old James. Pursue Jim. Jesus is amazing. That's it's great. Yeah, you're right. Jesus. It's not the Pursue Jeremy podcast. Right. It's yeah. the yeah or but, the Pursue John
0: podcast. <laughs> enough yeah. about John. You have a, an amazing story that mm. I have the benefit of knowing, and I've mm. gotten to watch even parts of that story. Mm-hmm. Before we even get into this, would you be willing to just kind of share a little bit about what it was like growing up?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I so maybe someday I'll have the opportunity to tell my whole testimony, uh, but yeah, couldn't quite fit that into one short episode, I think, but. Um, yeah, a a significant part of my testimony is that, um, I was not born in the church and, um, I didn't grow up in the church. I had like some brush with, uh, you know, like some Christian friends and stuff like that, but it, it wasn't really a part of my life and, um, living in the world up until age 25 I, I i picked up some pretty nasty habits i was i was really into uh, psychedelics and partying huh. and um i mean you know growing up in the world you'd probably get into pornography. That's usually a typical thing. Yeah. And um yeah, so so when I came to the Lord at twenty five, I like to describe it as I came to the Lord like with ten different sets of crutches underneath mm. my arms and um you know just like season by season the lord would kick one of those crutches out from under me and i'd i'd have to learn how to walk again you know mm. so it was like first it was like the drugs were out and that was mm. kind of a challenge and um you know i just felt like conviction over it and then after that it was uh, smoking cigarettes mm. and it was tough to quit that but it was still like oh, but i got to pursue jesus because right. He's he's so much better than these little things that I that I thought that I needed that I thought that I wanted. But mm-hmm. you know, slowly, one by one, each of those crutches got kicked out from under me, and I started really experiencing freedom. And I think it was at that point where I really started experiencing freedom that um, I I really had this deep and abiding sense of like, yes, no, God is good. And this is why I'm pursuing Mm. Jesus because He has the power to save me. He has the power to to lift my spirit. He has the power to to comfort me Mm, and and to help me along. And I didn't when I came to when I came to the Lord, I wasn't even asking to to be saved at first. It just it just kind of the opportunity came up and I was like, I I need that. And season by season I find out that I need it more and more and I'm just so so happy and, and, and blessed to 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 be in the Lord and um yeah, pursuing Jesus is is worth it. It's worth it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So so walk me back. How yeah. does someone you, you described kinda in your mid twenties? Um, uh-huh. and well and I, I think there's a there's a lot of oh bump bump of the mic here, <laughs> you know, just got to keep it interesting. Um, Well, there's a lot of people who are in the same same boat of Mm kind of, it's, you know, the modern version of the drug, sex, and rock and roll kind of. Right, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Sex, drugs, and EDM. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, this is (laughs) funny. I I remember one of the times, uh, right after we had met, um, because I I produced a lot of music, and a lot of the, fortunately, a lot of the big music festivals in the world Uh are uh, filled with drugs and uh, not filled with clothes, Um, unfortunately. um, Very true, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I remember you had actually been to some i was like oh man he's been to the cool places but yeah. but altogether it kind of represents that very um kind of pleasure seeking lifestyle yeah and so a lot of people and so even if they weren't you know on like psychedelics per se mm-hmm. or they weren't you know sleeping around or they weren't and like doing any of that or um uh the, the, a lot of people are seeking pleasure in different ways so right how did I, i'm curious what changed from you know mm-hmm. the lifestyle you were in to where you like now you're in a completely different lifestyle and right. pursuing Jesus is is like a priority it's something that's life-giving what what changed is, yeah um well there wasn't
1: like a i mean there was kind of a one day it all changed and it was kind of like huh. that that was that was the me realizing that god is real really? kind of thing that changed that was the first big change that really started shifting my perspective of like Oh, you know, I thought I was experiencing freedom and, you know, spirituality in these psychedelic experiences mm. and just doing whatever the heck I wanted to. Um, what I didn't realize is that it was really kind of more like I was taking on these different um, you know, forms of like slavery because the more mm. that you do drugs, the more that you is the more that you want drugs. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, am I answering your question? Yeah, no, that okay. makes sense. So, so that moment where you realized God was real, it mm-hmm. started. Can you can you tell a little more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I was never really like atheistic or okay. against God. I wouldn't even say that I was like agnostic. I just mm-hmm. I just didn't really believe because I didn't really have a reason to right. and nobody was sharing with me um you know until somebody did start sharing right. with me. Um and so it was kind of like it's kind of like just You know, like you have rose-colored glasses, you've heard that metaphor before. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're kind of like seeing the world through one lens, but then as soon as like God becomes real in your life, you start seeing the world through a completely different lens. Got it. And uh it it wasn't an all at at once like everything changed. It was kind of like a one small step at a time struggling through each, you know, season of what the Lord is teaching me and walking in those things and just being faithful to God that, um, that, that started to reveal more of God's character to me and more of his love and more of his grace. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, that is, that is so beautiful because, um, well, b- well, because I know so often, uh, like everybody wants kind of the like light bulb moment where it's yeah. just you know, right? You know, if, if God exists, I remember like there, talk to mm-hmm. even people downtown, uh, Bozeman in Montana where we're at, where they're like, well, you know, if God exists, why doesn't He put a sign in the sky or like, uh-huh. and um, and there, there's kind of that like instant, I just want, I just want God to smack me in the face, kind of a thing, yeah. Um, but oftentimes the growth comes through little tiny, tiny steps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Little, little tiny steps. And, and, uh, long obedience. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a lot of little tiny steps and staying faithful in those things. That's the context of the relationship that we, we have with the Lord. And at least from my experience, it's been, you know, the Lord reveals something, you know, maybe it's a change that I need to make. Maybe it's an attitude that I have. Um, and, and then it's, it's totally like, okay, Lord, like, what am I supposed to do about this? Like, how can I, you know, submit to what you're calling me to? Yeah. Um, and and just like the Lord encourages us so much to, yeah. to do the things that He's calling us to do. Yeah. And like it's not always easy, but it is always worth it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the other part I love about your story too is um I I know for some people uh, even Jesus or following Jesus um, Mm -hmm. the people that they know are almost um, like a little bit uppity or a little bit you know just Mm -hmm. kind of smooth around the edges to where it it seems like it's like okay only good only good people follow Jesus or Jesus is only Mm -hmm. for the like the goody two-shoes never did anything wrong Um, Mm -hmm. but actually one of my favorite things that that Jesus said, referring mm-hmm. to himself, is he said the the Son of Man, which is a name for himself. Right. He said, came to seek and save the lost, and he right. was actually he was out hanging out with people that uh, a lot of the religious people didn't mm-hmm. think he should have been, and so right. it opened the door not to just the you know smart, polished, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uppity citizens, but but I mean they're definitely like included, mm-hmm. but it was anybody who wanted to follow jesus and pursue jesus was given the invite um right and the same is true today where it's not you know it's not even like um you know you need to have like a certain you need to clean up your life you know like look a certain way act a certain way it's actually People come into relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus and then it becomes, like you were saying, that that slow process right. of like one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like so many things, I love the analogy of working out because it's like, um, you know, if anybody's like, you know, one week and you're gonna lose 50 pounds, you know, like right. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to sell you something. Like, cause that's not actually how real change happens. It's typically Correct. one thing and sometimes God will do a fast change in people, but almost always there's this pattern of growth in relationship that happens over time, like for mm. all sorts of different people. And-
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah. Slow growth over time. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes sometimes painfully slow growth um over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But but you were talking about like uh, you know, it it like some people have this vision of like, oh, you know, the church is just for the polished people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think I think, you know, we're we're kind of an interesting, you know, friendship here because we both come from much different places. Totally. <laughs> and 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 you know, as you were, you know, uh we were kind of talking before the podcast, it's just like, well People only think that because they don't actually know the right. people That's correct. so yep. so so what what what's
0: your story so, well <laughs> when a man loves a woman oh. no, just actually, a good story what, starts like this yeah my my <laughs> friend would always say, you know I was, I was born at a very young age, naked and illiterate <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways no so i i uh well not no, i was I was born that way, oh, right, um, well, it might be uh too much information, but the so I, I grew up and my family um, we were we were a family who we were part of a very healthy church in Missoula mm-hmm. Montana. Um, very solid. I, I've met a lot of people who have um, maybe not uh, not always a great experience with church communities. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's not. Um, this one was just a very solid church. They like they did things like they had a garage behind their building that they would fix single parents' cars. Mm-hmm. Um, same with actually the church I'm part of right now does the same yeah. thing. It's yeah. it's awesome. And so just stuff like that really like had the right attitude. And as a family, we were, we were pretty polished polished family not that not we weren't trying to impress anybody or wasn't anything um but like we were we were just involved and it was fun i was there probably mm-hmm. church three or four times a week um mm-hmm. youth group and you know music mm-hmm. and all that stuff um and that was kind of on the outside um but on the inside at home my uh my dad really really, really good guy, life of the party, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he struggled with anger issues. And mm. so we would have, we called him uh, now after the fact, it's kind of funny after the fact, but it's right. not, not in the moment. Um, we call him blow ups now. Um, uh, but there'd be the the like, just lose your mind. Uh, all the profanities throwing stuff right. all like just in and, and so it mm. was it was so awkward that we just wouldn't mention those kind of parts of the family dynamics. Mm. um when we were like in a church community so Mm. i'm there and a lot of people saw me okay jeremy's the guy he's he's always here he's always involved and so um so i was like the kid who never messed up or whatever i was maybe the goody two shoes or something but at home a a lot of i was trying to deal with uh just like a broken family situation um Mm -hmm. When I was a freshman in high school, my dad left my mom, moved from Montana to California. Um, it was one of those, like, if you moved there, he was going to make all the money, and that was going to fix the problems. And right. uh, as you can imagine, it's not not how this story really ended up. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of brokenness. Um, and so I, as a person, to kind of deal with a lot of that, um, it wasn't, uh, for me, I didn't turn to, like, Drugs or partying or girls or anything like that. It was it was more kind of performance and achievement. Um, and so for me, the thing was, I produced a ton of music and I did remix competitions. And my goal was to that if I could get a career touring as a DJ and producing music, mm. then that was going to be like fulfillment. So I'm um, literally all my time is going to either school, work. Or producing music, like my friends would go out to lunch, yeah, at yeah. school, and I'm in the library reading the most boring articles. Because so, when you
1: look back at that time of in your life and in your walk yeah. with the Lord, like what what would you say were like your primary emotions, like in that season? Yeah,
0: what a great question. Um, yeah, wow, uh, I've never I've never really <laughs> thought about that, man. So what I was really trying to, and I didn't realize this at the time, but mm. what what I was trying to deal with was um, kind of some of the usual high school like you're, you're transitioning from being a kid to an adult sure. um trying to fit in all of those, but on a deeper level, I was really trying to find fulfillment mm-hmm. um and uh you'd have these moments inside right. music where you perform or uh do something like that right and you you kind of have this like burst of energy, and it was really, yeah. really fun, yeah. But then it just it 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 just kind of fades, it fades really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm so I'm doing all of this. Um and I get to college and and at the same time I'm like part of multiple Bible studies, you Mm -hmm. know, like doing all of the things, Mm -hmm. dipping my toes in church community. And and I had started to pick up these phrases that I heard people say. And they say things like, I have a relationship with Jesus and God's doing this in my life. Yeah. And um at the time I didn't actually know what those things meant. I hadn't experienced them, but I'd heard them right. enough that I yeah. just kind of started repeating them myself. And I'm yeah. like, "Oh yeah, God's doing this." And I'm like and and it wasn't until the end of my first semester of college and I'm I'm going I my entire goal is if I can get this career music production, I'm going to be fulfilled. My life's going to mm-hmm. be set all of a sudden I'm having these moments where like my, my first, the first weekend at school, my brother and I DJ in front of 2000 people. And it's like, I I cannot tell you the feeling when you come out and it's your remix and everybody's going nuts for like, it's so fun. But a day later, it doesn't matter Um, that. And I'm seeing kind of the fruit of this is, is just not actually, it doesn't have a real fulfillment to it. Mm. It's just empty is hollow and somehow, even though I didn't really, I didn't even know if I really knew God at that point. Mm-hmm. I would say I did. I didn't know if I really knew Jesus. Somehow, Jesus made it clear to me that I could either choose to go down this path and keep pursuing music, which is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with music. It was great, but it had become this idol where that was all of my time, all my money, all my attention, everything went towards the career in music. Um, so, I, so Jesus made it really clear I could either go after that or. I could pursue him and Mm -hmm. I'm looking at these two things and I'd spent probably about four years of my life doing that was the entire life goal. Right. Music. So I was like, I don't know if I can give this up, but I was just like, you know, if I, for two or three weeks, just try really, really praying. Like I Mm -hmm. had prayed my entire life, but like try really praying and meaning it. Try Mm -hmm. really seeking Jesus with everything I had. I was like, what's the worst that can happen. Right. So I do that. And in about two or three weeks, I go from like, oh yeah, yeah, I have a relationship with God to like, oh, <laughs> I have a relationship with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: yeah. This is what it is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard song lyrics about that. He walks with me, talks with me, tells me that I'm his own. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and here's what was crazy. I, I had heard all of these phrases of like, you know, there's a spiritual fruit, you know, there's this yeah. like love, joy, peace, like, and all of that my entire life, I could probably tell you the verses. I could tell you this stuff. Right. But all of a sudden I was experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, before that I was like, I never, ever want to be homeless. That would be just about the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm like, you know, I don't want to be homeless, but it just doesn't really matter that much. Like it, <laughs> oh, was, wow. it was, there yeah. were times where, you know, I'd, I'd sang songs at church services my whole mm-hmm. life. You know, we're singing worship music. But after that, I'm like, no, no, no. Now I'm actually worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was the smallest tweaks. And I started to understand what had been happening before is I had done a lot of the right things, but I was doing them as religious disciplines Right. Where they were just things. You know, I I like read my Bible. I would pray. Mm-hmm. I'd serve, and they were good things, but but they were just religious things. They were just checking the box. They were hollow. They're empty.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: now, and what happened is it transitioned from being a religious discipline to being a spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Where it was actually, it wasn't. I wasn't just reading the Bible. Now, mm-hmm. I was connecting with God. Mm-hmm. I was learning from God. And coming mm-hmm. from someone who has a degree in mathematics. All of this seemed like very flowery language, you know, like. Right, yeah. But as I started to understand and realize, and part of even what we're going to cover in this podcast is that there are specific things that like, that it looks like to transition from just the sort of box-checking mentality, the right. supposed to do this but it's lifeless, to the like, oh, no, I want to do this. I wouldn't want to miss this. Right, right,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's that, you know, wh- what you just described is kind of like how we can, you know, sometimes we can have this this kind of mindset that's that's kind of like the Pharisees, you know, where it's like we're, we're, we're performing, yeah. we're doing the right things, but we're not doing the right things like out of faith. Right. Yeah, yeah, which would be kind of that 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 uh, you know you talked about how there's like language that we use but when you actually stop and think like okay, well, well what does that actually mean? Yep. You're like I feel like I know what it means but I couldn't tell you what oh. it means. And that's one of the hardest things that that I'm still trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know 7 years now, about 7 years in my walk with the Lord. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of things that that we say and a lot of things that we talk about um you know that are just kind of like lost in the christianese of you know of of our spiritual lives and when we actually sit down to think about okay what does that mean and how do i practice it yeah then we can we we start to actually experience the lord and feel the fruit in in that that way of pursuing jesus yeah
0: Completely Mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things I love about if you if you read the stories of Jesus, he he taught in like the technical term is parables, but they were just Mm -hmm. stories and you read them. They're all about farming. Like yeah. they're all about agriculture. Yeah. The farmer sowed uh-huh. this, and this. and I'm like, why are they all about? Far- but but he's it's because he's talking to farmers. Yeah. Like yeah. And what I realized is Jesus constantly uses language that people understand, right? And um, and he uses very poetic, deep language, but mm-hmm. then he also uses really simple language. And so I realized, um, so many of those things, uh, breaking it down to very simple, easy things we could understand, in like something like prayer, like even even people I know who wouldn't even consider themselves follower of jesus which even i hope some of them mm-hmm. are listening here because this podcast is even for like it's even for people who wouldn't even say they're a follower of jesus yet yeah um, we just want to talk about how do you regardless anybody who's even curious about who jesus is how do you presume that's who this is for but there, there'd there be um oh i lost my train of thought where am i going john um, <laughs> clearly not as good as jesus like he, he wouldn't lose his train of thought but but he tell these stories and um and so, so prayer even people who don't um don't even necessarily know Jesus. I know a lot of people who still pray. And well, yeah. I used to really dislike prayer a lot. Really. And oh yeah, t- I didn't like it was it was an obligation. It was huh. something I'm supposed to do. It was reading the Bible was fun cuz I, under- I kind of understood what was going on. Right. Um serving was very fun. It was like we're doing mm-hmm. stuff. Prayer I didn't like it and I realized it wasn't that I didn't actually like prayer. I just had such a narrow view of what prayer meant, right? And that, and so my the the narrow view was me alone asking God for stuff for a long period of time. Mm. And as an extrovert, that was really, really like Mm -hmm. boring. If I if like Mm -hmm. if I can even say that. And what I realized it wasn't that prayer was boring. Mm -hmm. It was I was looking at okay. Turns out. You can pray alone. That's one way to pray. Yeah. But you can pray with other people. You can yeah. pray while you're driving. And then you uh asking God for things mm-hmm. is one kind of way to pray, but mm-hmm. also thanking God for things is another. And, and like yeah,
1: that's an important one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I
0: started seeing like, "Oh, wait a minute. When I'm journaling, I was like, "Wait a minute. I'm not going to journal anymore. I'm going to write my journal entry is a prayer to God." And I started mm-hmm. seeing these ways. I was like, Oh, the reason why I'm bored here, the reason why I don't like doing this thing is because I'm not actually I I don't understand what's going on. Um, and I had such a limited, restricted view Mm -hmm. that as soon as I got to see sort of the possibilities of following Jesus, right? It got so much more life-giving and fun. And that's truly that's what I'm excited to talk about in this podcast, is it's so following jesus is so simple and it's yet there are so many different ways that fit different life stages like Mm -hmm. for the single moms who have very little time uh you know one one of my friends i know is he's he's retired he's got all sorts of time on his hands Mm -hmm. people who love technology people who don't there's so many different ways to uniquely Mm -hmm. pursue jesus and Mm -hmm. that's what i'm excited we're going to unpack regardless if somebody has like a story where you like who knows? Like, who knows what they're up to? If their stories like yours, if they're, yeah. it's like mine. If it's totally different, the goal is like, how can we just show what Jesus showed and take very simple, practical steps that lead to that fulfillment of life change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's really good stuff. I'm also looking forward to yeah <laughs> talking about all of these things and learning and growing it too. Because I mean. We're, we're, we never stop the process of growing uh, and I'm developing. Just, I'm totally, done. I'm totally we good. We never yeah, just quite kidding. just get there. Um, so it, it's it's just fun to kind of be on the journey together yeah. in this. Yeah, Yeah. that's so good.
0: Well, yep. cool. Well, I we should wrap this guy up then for our first episode. So I think what, what I'm excited, next week, what we're going to dive into, a very, mm-hmm. very fun topic that's going to set the stage for the rest of this, is what God won't do for you. And there's, there's a specific, right. yeah, and, and if we kind of don't understand that, pursuing Jesus is very, very uh, hard, and it doesn't yeah. always make sense. And so uh, tune in, I guess, uh, depending on when you're watching this, you might just click the next thing. You can fast forward a week in time just like that. <laughs> but we'll see you there. Thanks for joining John and I on the Pursue Jesus podcast. We'll see you next time.